Cecil Winters ducked into an alley, pressed himself against the nearest wall, and prayed he'd lost the blackguards following him. Sensing it was safe, he bent over, hands on his knees, and breathed like a winded horse. He was almost fifty, and the last eight years spent behind a desk hadn't equipped him to outrun such men. At least Ambrosia was safe at the hotel, but it was only a matter of time before Reginald Van Cleet's men figured out where they were hiding. Insidious swine. Cecil groaned as he thought on the circumstances that had forced him and his daughter to leave Boston three days ago to take refuge as carpetbaggers in New Orleans. He'd been told Cyrus Van Cleet, Reginald's younger brother, was an honest and amiable man, and so had figured Reginald to be the same. Reginald, however, was anything but. The Boston shipping mogul was closer to the devil himself. I'll see you pay for this, Reginald, if it's the last thing I do, he muttered under his breath as he pushed himself away from the wall and went deeper into the alley. He was sure by now he'd lost those men, but still needed to use caution when heading back to the hotel. He had to get Ambrosia out of New Orleans and fast, preferably within the next 24 hours. Yet how was he going to manage it? Cecil spent the next half hour ducking and dodging his way through narrow alleys to make sure no one was following him. When he did reach the hotel, he entered his room to find Ambrosia at a small desk, writing a letter. Dearest, what are you doing? She looked up at him, tears in her eyes. I'm writing Mrs. Merkel to tell her we're all right. Cecil closed the door behind him and went to the desk. No, no, my dearest, you mustn't write her. It's too dangerous. What does it matter? Mr. Van Cleet's men know where we are, don't they? What to say? He didn't want her to be frightened, but then she needed to hear the truth. They know we're in the city, but they haven't discovered where, yet. To give our housekeeper that information could put her and us in danger. Ambrosia's eyes widened. Danger? Surely that devil wouldn't harm a housemaid. I've no doubt that Reginald is having her watched. But father, we lost the servants when we lost everything else. They must have scattered by now. Perhaps, but I'll not put any of them at risk. The best thing for us to do, dearest, is to get as far away from here as possible. But when we left New York in such a hurry, we didn't have time to get any money, she pointed out. Where will we go? What will we do? Mr. Van Cleet has made you look like a criminal. Why did you ever go into business with him? I've wondered the same thing myself. Right now, we've more important matters to attend to such as getting you out of here. I can't leave you behind. Amy, he said, calling her by her nickname. We've enough money to get one of us out west. It has to be you. The thought of you being forced to marry that swine turns my stomach. I won't let you. You'll lose everything, she said as her tears fell. If I marry him, 
he'll drop those false charges against you. Yes, but you'll lose your happiness. I'll not hold on to my wealth at the cost of your heart. What would your mother say? Ambrosia closed her eyes. The same thing you just said. Of course. She would never let you go through with it either. Don't worry, we'll find a way. If I must stay here, then I'm prepared to do it. At least you'll be safe. Father, he'll put you in jail. Maybe so, but only until I can prove I'm innocent. But how? He's framed you for stealing from his shipping company. I still don't understand why a man would go to such lengths to get something he can't have.